0: Pellick rolls it across. Ryan Pullock, here's Bofillier. Beautiful move at the line on the outside. Bailey, flat pass.
1: It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. On the ice last night, two teams moved on. The Islanders and Lightning win in six. And then we had the Wild. Uh, take out the Knights 3-0, so the Wild will force a Game 7 coming up on Friday. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, Ross Tucker. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Let's talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs with Michael Lieboff from the Action Network, NHL writer over there. You can follow him on Twitter, at Liebowski. Huge Islanders fan. Dude has an Islanders podcast. So, uh, Michael, welcome to the show. Tell us about the sweat last night as you're just praying that your team will advance uh they get it done with uh it, it i think it was like no scoring for the entire second half of that game with a 5-3 victory
2: uh yeah what a what a night i was there with uh with my old man and my brother and a couple friends and um man that's a coliseum is, is truly a special place i i, I don't know if you guys have ever been there for a game or anything but uh it's it's raucous in there It's it's like it feels violent like you can like feel it um you're you're right on top of the players and uh it was weird it was a weird game like the islanders seemingly never pan- panicked uh, kept falling behind but then yeah wrestled uh wrestled the stranglehold i guess in the second and from that point on you just white knuckled from uh yeah about, about the 30 minute mark um but I, I thought the Islanders, they're, they're typically undervalued in the market. Um, and I thought that was the case basically from the beginning of the series uh, through game six. And I was happy to to come away with uh, some money in my pocket and a, and a trip to round two uh, against the Bruins.
1: Yeah, and and your team is the, the first matchup that we have set in the second round. The Isles against the Bruins, and there are serious prices already out there. Boston minus 215 favorites, Islanders – Plus 170, uh, are you going to sell us on uh, aisle sweep at 20 to one?
2: I mean, so <laughs> I'm happy you went there, right? Like, yeah, I, I said this before the Capitals uh, Bruins series on NHL.com that when every- everyone's going to be talking about this series going long, that these two teams are built for the playoffs. And that's how people were talking before that Bruins Capitals series. They thought, oh, this this thing's going to go six or seven. And I thought that, you know, there was value on taking a, a- – a- chance on one of the teams to sweep or if you if you like the team or just pick back in the sweep in general or um you know the under five and a half which came through because it's just because you know when when the general narrative is that these two teams are very evenly matched or whatever um people just say oh this is going to go six or seven and that will kind of inflate the value and going the other way um when if you do believe these games are coin flips, that means you know it could fall heads four times in a row. Like I mean, the the Penguins played well, right? Like so they they could have won. They could have swept the Islanders. And I'm being if I'm being honest uh with one bounce or some good goaltending. So like a lot of times when you hear people talking about these series going the distance, you you want to kind of think, all right, like is that going to give me an opportunity to maybe buy in on a on a bet like you said, Islanders to sweep in twenty to one, like. Is it going to happen? Probably not. But you know, if you think about the like just an a pure values perspective, uh, it's probably not a bad bet. And I would say the same thing about the Bruin sweep or or just backing the under in the series. Uh, if if you are just looking for value, I think I think the Islanders' price is, is pretty good too. Uh, and I'm not just being a homer. I just I think 170 is uh, is way too high on a team that has good goaltending, plays good defense, and is uh, they're excellent at turning games the coin flips. So uh, I think th- those entryways are good um, but it should be a fun series to bet no matter what
0: Michael I'm curious you're obviously a diehard Islanders fan you talked about Nassau Coliseum does it ever cloud your judgment like have you looked at your Islanders bets over the last five years or whatever it is and has it been profitable for you or do you feel like at times perhaps your fandom gets in the way a little bit with your objectivity
2: Sure. I'm not going to lie. Like, um, I do, I bet against the Islanders. Yes, but I do kind of hate myself for doing it. Um, but at the same time, the way that this team has been priced since Barry Trotz took over, especially in that first year, they were, they were incredibly under underrated. Um, last year, I would say last year before the hiatus like that, I was probably a little too high on them. Um, they started to, to kind of wilt right before the, the shutdown. And, and at that point, yeah, maybe I was I was just kind of getting caught up in, in the fact that this, my team, which nobody expected to be good after John Tavares left in uh, 20, uh, 2018, like they were good. And I probably, I probably became too high in them. And then I reset for this season. And I thought the market, just because of the, the division they were in with Washington, Boston, like for the Flyers and Penguins like people thought the Flyers were a Stanley Cup contender I was I was betting the unders and Flyers to miss the playoffs in every way I could um before the season and and I thought once again they were underrated so this season I think it was it was profitable um but I did bet against them I, I think that they're a good team actually to bet uh against when they're big favorites cuz they like I said they they turn games into coin flips against better opposition but they have a tendency to do that against lesser opposition because they don't have the kind of run and gun uh, style or tie end talent to separate themselves and win many games like five, one against bad teams.
0: And then the other question is I, I watched a lot of that game last night and I've been following the series, the Pittsburgh goaltender. I mean, do you like or dislike that that position is that important? I, mean, I know you're an Islanders fan. So right now you like it, but I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not like an expert, but if they even had an average goaltender, I feel like it would have been a very different series.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of hockey, right? We were, um, we try so hard to uh, to be able to break games down, but you just goaltending is such a volatile pre- position. It's probably, I, I compare it to like MLB relievers. Like one year a guy could be lights out and then the next year he comes in and he could struggle. We see that with, carry price and Sergei Bobrovsky, two who were two of the best goalies you know four years ago five years ago and now are uh below average uh in the regular season and it's just part of the game right like you just i i try my best to figure out like how much to weigh it um because it is so hard to project on a game by game but in the in the playoffs it becomes like more of a something that i i cook into series prices than anything like uh for instance, like I, I Tristan Jarry had a bad regular season, and I knew the Penguins didn't have a number two option behind him. So the Islanders' goaltending situation was a field leveler. Yes, this team has Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and Chris Letang, but the Islanders have the better goaltending situation, and that's what won them the series and was able to, to level the playing field. So when you're when you're when you're kind of handicapping, uh, you know something that is going to last you know, four, at least four games, maybe seven games. That's when you, you can really start to think more about how goaltending affects uh, series. We saw it with the Oilers and um, Jets. Not that Mike Smith was bad for the Oilers, but Connor Hellebuck is an incredible goaltender, uh, and he is someone who can carry the Jets against better teams. Like when the Jets play the Maple Leafs or Canadians, on it's unlikely that it's the Canadians in the next round. Like Connor Hellebuck is going to be the best goaltender in that series, and you have to account for that uh, when you try to project it out.
0: Michael, we got two games on tap tonight. Uh, let's start with the first one because I actually like a dog, and I kind of like the over in this one. Uh, you could tell me if I'm just throwing my money away. Uh, Montreal taking on Toronto. Do you think Toronto wraps that series up tonight? I kind of like Montreal to to uh, take this to Game Six.
2: I like that price. That's it's just too high. Uh, yeah. We saw we saw the, the Leafs have won three in a row. Jack Campbell's stopping 96 percent of the shots he's facing. Uh, that's he's he's been good for the leafs but that's not going to continue uh i i don't think uh there's any way i'd be laying minus 220 uh with this team like they they're good they're the best team in the north division all season but i like i like that price on on montreal big time i think i would bet it down to like 170 almost and uh i just i like the the, the canadians have enough depth to to kind of skate with the leafs and these the margins in these games generally have been pretty tight uh i just would like uh, maybe Carrie Price can steal one or two and and the, the Canadians can find a way to score, but I think that's that's pretty good value.
0: Absolutely man. you could still get a two to one plus 200 on Montreal and then uh, any thoughts, any feeling on the second game tonight, Carolina and Nashville?
2: Yeah, it's probably dog or nothing for me. I think the, the price is pretty appropriate at the moment, what I'm looking at. Um, but I, I think if I can get Nashville like closer to one plus 130. I'll uh, I'll probably be on the predators. Uh, That's another, you know, goaltending situation, right? Like juice Saros has been one of the best goalies in the league in the second half. And he's carried that form into the series. Uh, The the Hurricanes control play. They, they generally, generally have been creating many more high danger scoring chances than the predators, but Saros is good enough to negate that edge, or at least mute it a little bit. Um, So I think the Preds are are not like, not, it's not, a bad bet like if you're just want to watch the game and have action i would still take nashville at at the number but uh i'm gonna see if i can get that number at like 130 or better
1: this is betql daily another minute with michael lebaugh from the action network talking about the stanley cup playoffs and michael man you could have gotten a nice price on the minnesota wild when they were down 3-1 to the knights they win back-to-back games shutting out vegas last night so we get a game seven on friday uh, Knights minus minus one sixty five favorites at home. Minnesota plus one forty three. Total of five and a half. It's going to be your bet.
2: Yeah, it'll probably be the Wild. I don't love it though. Um, yeah. I think Vegas, Vegas has been like the thing about the Wild is they've treated betters very well this season, and a lot of sharp people, basic, I know bet the Wild pretty much blindly at this point um, because they they are very good defensively. Generally, the betting market doesn't um, kind of quantify good defensive teams that well, and I think that they're, they're a good example of that. But um, like, I just I, I think one forty three is too good a price to pass up. But uh, I, you know, this is obvious to say because they're a decent favorite. But I just I think the Knights will end up winning, and uh, I actually think that Vegas is is going to be a pretty good bet against the Avalanche uh, on the series line and it, basically on a game by game basis uh, if they get through. Uh, I just I think what we saw from Colorado in the first round is going to drive that price up pretty crazy, and against a Blues team that was just a husk of itself. So uh, that's that's kind of my thinking. Like I'm not I'm not trying to get too far ahead of myself, but I almost want the Knights just to get through because I'm pretty excited to, to you know take on the Avs in the next round.
1: Oh, yeah, that series is going to be awesome. If if it even happens, if it even happens, uh, we'll have to wait until uh, Friday night for game number seven. Michael Lebow find his work, actionnetwork.com. Follow him on Twitter at the Big Lebowski. Thank you, Michael. Enjoy the rest of the playoffs. All
2: right, go Islanders.
1: <laughs> there you go. He's hyped, man. He is so hyped. All right, coming up next, uh we'll go back to the NBA playoffs. We still have to preview the last game of the night, and we'll take a look on some uh NBA features on the BetQL Audio Network.